0: Welcome to the Son of a Preacher podcast. Please sit back and listen to the thoughts and musings from sermons that were first brought to the pulpit four, five, even six decades ago. I am GW, and I am the Son of a Preacher. I am so happy to be talking to you again today. My dad first brought this message to the pulpit in October of 1972. It's titled, Give Credit to God. He was working from the book of Romans, the 16th chapter, 25th verse. And in part of that verse says, Let us give glory to God. He is able to make you stand firm in your faith. And according to the good news, I preach the message about Jesus Christ. And according to the revelation of the secret truth, which was hidden for long ages in the past. So give credit where credit is due, or give credit to God. There was a time in my dad's life that he pastored a church who had some money problems, and there were times that the church budget was exceptionally tight. Now, I'm sure you all understand that having a church with a few money problems is not anything unusual. Most churches do have that. But there are always a time, you know, when things can happen that just need to happen for the church. So there came a time when my dad he'd made his last payment on his car and he wanted to buy another one and he shopped around. And eventually he found what he thought was a really good offer on a car that was suitable for what he needed. And about this time, one of his church members came to him and said, well, you know, if you would buy this car from a certain dealer there in town, I think that that would really be in the best interest of the church. Now, I don't think the member was specific about what he meant, but my dad, you know, was not stupid, and he knew that he needed to do what was best for the church, even if it might be at a bit of a loss to himself. So he went down and he bought a car from that dealer. Now, this was back in the days, you know, when the, a new car costs probably between two and three thousand dollars. And he probably ended up paying $300 more than he might have paid on the less expensive car that he had found, and one that was just as suitable for what he needed. Well, as soon as the car had been delivered, and he'd taken ownership of it, and he had given the dealership his money, the man who offered him this advice gave the church $5,000. Now. Five thousand dollars was a lot of money in those days. It was at least double what my dad paid for his new car, and the church needed that money. And no one ever gave my dad credit for that gift. And you know, he to the end of his days, I'm sure that he probably felt that he deserved a little bit of credit, you know, for for the advances that that five thousand dollars made in that church, but. What he really discovered and what he's trying to come across in this message today is we really have a habit of not giving credit where credit is due on a lot of things. Now in today's world, if you take a look around at just about any major corporation, you'll find that the senior people, the CEOs, the chief technology officers, the CFOs, you know, anybody in the C-suite, all the senior managers who get a lot of credit when things go well. Now, let's be honest, they get a lot of credit when things don't go well also. But they give, well, they get a lot of credit when things go well for the company. And the company must have, may have, thousands of employees. They might have offices and plants all over the world. And it's very unlikely that the senior people are the ones who are actually writing the source code or actually doing the engineer drawings. You know, it's going to make the products work. But they are the ones who get the credit because they're steering the ship. Well, that seems kind of a backwards way of giving credit to the people who are actually the innovators, who are really the ones that need to get the credit. Now, I understand, I really do understand how this happens and why. But it begs the question of just how to give glory to the right person. Now, Paul tells us to give God the glory for our faithfulness to Christ. And the secret of Paul is that that one is a Christian. You know, he's not a Christian through one's own strength, but he's a Christian through the Lord's strength. So you need to give the Lord the credit. So let's give God the glory. Let's think about that. By his love, we have the forgiveness of our sins. And there's a lot of us that confuse the lifting of the penalty of the sin for forgiveness of sins. So just because a person might come in and say, Well, I'll do something different than before. But then you never trust him to do anything different. Well, you may have lifted the penalty, but you haven't given him forgiveness. So you have a choice. If you have the strength to actually forgive a person and then trust him, I mean, trust him that he's going to act in the way that he said he will act. Now, that takes a great love for a man to do that. And it was by the love of God that the sinner is forgiven. And the sin is not held against him by the love of God. So now, through his love, we have a reclaimed life. Yes, it's through Christ and through his love that our lives are reclaimed for the gospel. And not only for the proclaiming of the good news of the gospel, but also for ourselves. And it's by his love that we have eternal life. In John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So whosoever believeth in him may not die, but have eternal life. And in the words of this verse, I mean, it's so lovely. It's so known to every one of us because they reassure us that in Christ, we have life eternal. So in finishing, we all need to be careful not to place ourselves before the Lord. And we must remember not to give ourselves credit for our own salvation. You know, the firmness of our faith, for we don't save ourselves. It's through the Lord's death on the cross that we have the forgiveness of our sins. And it's by Jesus' blood that we are cleansed. We cannot save ourselves. We are saved by the Lord. And it is only through the perfect love of God that Jesus came into the world to forgive us of our sins and to die on the cross for us. And it's always good to remember that even someone as strong as their faith as Paul would have been weak without his faith and his faith forever being strengthened by the love of God. May the Lord bless you, keep you in peace. Thanks for taking your valuable time today to listen to the musings of this son of a preacher. I hope the sermon excerpts from 40-50 years ago proved to be both interesting and insightful. Please subscribe to this podcast. Let your friends know about this opportunity to see how the Bible and the problems of the world remain amazingly constant. New podcasts should arrive weekly, but there is currently a number of podcasts available if you wish to listen more frequently. May the Lord bless you. Keep you in peace.